Here we go. So we are right at the bottom of Daf Kimol Mibes, and we were analyzing the line in the Mishnah that said Shar Bar Mav and Hever. So Mav, according to Rav, means Adam Hamazik. So according to Rav, that Mav is Adam Hamazik. What is Shar? Everything that ox can do. Karen, Shar, Shane, Rego, great. But according to Shmuel, Mav means Shane. So what is Shar? Karen. So that means that the Mishnah is listing Karen separately from Shane. Why is that? So the Gemara says, Because we're talking about different things it can do. First it's speaking about Karen, then it's speaking about Shane, because they're separate categories. Now that forces us to say that the Mishnah is saying, I can't, is addressing why I can't learn Karen from Shane and Shane from Karen. So the Gemara gets into what the Mishnah is saying. Again, this is all the Dashmul, that Shar means Karen and Mava means Shane. Karen, the animal's not getting any pleasure, is different. Shane is where there is Hanal Hazeka. So, what is the Mishnah saying? If it only said you're liable for Karen, I wouldn't have known that you're liable for Shane. So, this is a hard Gemara to understand. Because what's the Gemara saying? If I only would have said Karen, I would say there's no Hanal Hazeka. Shane, there is Hanal Hazeka. So, therefore, I would think you're Potter. And Yesh Hanal Hazeka means the opposite. It's more likely to do it. So, so, so Taisus explains what the Gemara is saying is that it's so hard to watch it, to guard it. If an animal sees a fruit, it's surely going to want to eat that fruit. So therefore, it's almost like it's impossible to watch. It's impossible to watch it. There's nothing I can do. Maybe I should be potter. So that's what it's saying. Karen, I could be chai because I can understand that I could watch it. But Shane, where it's the Asian, so it's going to be so hard to watch it, maybe I would be potter. And the other way around, Shane, at least it's not intending to do damage. So that's not as tough to watch as Karen where it's intent. When it sees that red, when it somehow gets into that mode it wants to gore, how am I going to be able to stop it from doing that? So it's a chiddish that I'm liable for Karen as well. So it's a a flipped sense of logic that we're focusing on, that it's going to be the harder shmira for something that's more intentful. So that's why the mission was speaking out, that it's high for Karen and it's high for Shane. Says the more, what kind of kavachomer is that? What kind of logic is that? What kavachomer? Mashin she ain't coming also like chayv. Sharing from also lasik lo koshigin. The gemara now goes the other way, right? If shein which is not intending to do mazik is chayv, certainly Karen should be. Now the argument before was yeah, well it's it, it's so intent on doing it that it's going to be so hard to keep it. Now the gemara is coming back and just being like your sense of logic is off. I'm liable for the greater degree that the animal wants to do it, then I, if I understand that it wants to do it more, then I'm going to have to have to watch it more. Yeah, it's going to be harder to watch it, but. Maybe it will be harder, but I should be expected to do it more. So what does the Mishnah mean that Karen cannot be derived from Shane? It makes a lot of sense that if Shane is chayv, then Karen is chayv. It's going to be hard to watch it. Yeah, it will be hard. But if anything, the more purposeful the ox is, is, is and what it's intending to damage, the more I should be liable. So the Gemara now tries a different approach. It's right. You know why I see that Kavah Homer is not right? Because look at Eved Ve'alma. Eved Ve'alma is when a person owns a slave and they do damage. So what's the halacha? Even if they intended to do the damage. I own a slave and he intended to hurt somebody. If he does the damage, what's the halacha? The owner is potter. So I see, I have precedent that I'm not on my property that does damage when it's Kavanah Salazic. So I would say, maybe my animal that intended to gore and inflict damage that way, maybe I shouldn't be chayim. So therefore it was necessary to say that I'm liable for Karen because you see the basis of the Kavanah is off. The basis of the Kavanah is that Kavanah Salazic is more of a machayev, it's more of a liability. I see from Eved that it's not that way. So therefore I would say Karen is potter. Says the Gemara, it's not true. Actually, the Kavachomer was awesome. I Eved do not know the amazing reason. What is actually the reason? Why am I potter when my slave does damage? Why don't I have to protect him from doing that? The answer is, Imagine that the slave's master upset the slave and the slave wants to retaliate. And the way he retaliates is that he goes and burns down somebody else's haystack in order to make his owner liable. So therefore, it's just like a ticking bomb. It's not fair to the owner that at any moment, 
of retaliation, his slave can get back at him by inflicting damage and causing his owner to be liable. You know, he's going to have to pay him 100 mana every day. So this is a new takana midrabanan that the owner of the slave is exempt in order to protect him from where the slave is just trying to cause him financial loss. So therefore, there's no reason to apply that to Karen, right? The ox is not a conniving animal trying to make his, an- his owner chive. It's just kavanah salazik. So therefore, the kavachomer does come back. The kavachomer is good. If Shane, which is kavanah salazik, Karen, kavanah salazik certainly should be chive. So therefore, our question kind of comes back according to Shmuel that Mava, that, that Mava means Shane and Shar means Karen, why do I need both? How, what, what's wrong with the Kabbalah Homer? Certainly, I should be high on Karen. Karen, which is Kabbalah Salazic, is more, it's a greater Machayev than Shem, which is not Kabbalah Salazic. So, in other words, I should be more liable for Karen because it's intent on doing damage more than Shane. So that's why I wouldn't be able to learn Shane from Karen. And the other way around, since Shane is trying to go for its gratification, there that's a greater mechaev than something where it's not going from gratification. It's much the exact opposite that we started with. That's what's so interesting because, it, it, and again, it's not that we're backtracking, it's just that you're focusing on a different angle. Before we were focused on if it wanted to get pleasure, it's going to be, um, it's going to be so hard to watch it. Or if it's going to be it's going to be so hard to watch. And now the Gemara is going more on the angle of like what a greater degree of liability is. That I should be more liable for something. I should be more expectant that my animal is going to go through something of pleasure than Karen, where it's not going for something of pleasure. So if, not, if the Torah didn't write that I'm high for Karen, I wouldn't know you're high. That's the bottom line of the understanding. I wouldn't know that it was so clear I had to watch it from something that it wasn't going to get any pleasure from. Okay, great. So now we understand, according to Shmuel, why it said Karen and Shane. But wait a second, the Gemara knows. What about Regal? Where's Regal? According to Shmuel, it's just not there. But Regal my Shari, it's not there. In other words, again, Ishlaman Rav, it's all there. Right? It says Shar, and it means anything the ox can do. And, and then Mava was other Mamaza. But like Shmuel, that, 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 that Mava is Shane, then what was Shar? Shar, we said, was Karen. So where's Regal? So the Gemara says, you're right. It's alluded to in the Mishnah. It says, when, the, when, when it damages, the damager is obligated. So that line is a little bit superfluous. So that comes to include uh, Regal. The truth is that this might be the phrase really from the Mishnah on Daftas. So the Gemara says, listen to that, but anyways, why not just say Regal explicitly? Everything else was explicit except for Regal. Regal. So we try a noob shot. Shar was not Karen. Shar was actually Regal. Malva was, uh, and Mava was Shino. So actually now we're going to say Karen is the one which was omitted. Is what the Regal with the damage is common is not like Shane with the damage is not common. So in other words, I can infer Shane from Regal because Shane is a greater amount of liability because of how frequent it is. In other words, you're more expecting that it should happen in a normal course of activity. Shane, which is not a normal course of activity, I'm not so expecting it would happen. The nature of Shane, where there's no pleasure that you get from it, is not like Regal, where, where, where there's no uh, pleasure that I get from it. So therefore, the Torah wouldn't say Regal, I wouldn't derive it from Shane because maybe it's more expectant that the Shane will go for things that are for its pleasure than Regal, which is not getting pleasure. Okay, great. But now the problem is we, we realize now there's no Karen. Once we switch Shar for Regal, so now we don't have Karen. Karen, my Shari, says the Karen. That line of the Mishnah that when it damages, the damager is obligated, that includes Karen. Says the Gemara, but that's still not helping us listen to the bad day. Why, why include it in a superfluous line later? Why not just teach it outright? So the Gemara explains, this we can give an answer to. When the Tana came to list the damagers, it's only listing things that are muad from the outset, meaning to say it's expected behavior from the outset that you're going to pay them out the full amount. We're not talking about things that only come through repeated incidents of damage. 
so the four things that the Mishnah said, regal, bar, shane, and, and ash, according to, which is Rishmuel's understanding, those are things are all you're forewarned even before any damage is done. You have to pay Nezir Shalom right away. Karen, you only pay te- you only pay Nezir right away. So therefore that just wasn't grouped together in the Mishnah. Not because it's not true, of course it's true. But in terms of what the Tana's presentation here in the style of the Mishnah, it wasn't grouped together. All right, so that, that, we conclude, that was the conclusion of Shmuel. According to Shmuel, Karen is omitted. Shar is regal, Mava is shame. What was Rav? That Shar is all the damages and Mava is all them. So the Marseille Shmuel, my time Rav. Why didn't Shmuel just say like Rav that Mava is a man? If you think it means Adam and Muad, Haktani Seif. But what does it say at the end? This is a mission later on. The Muad ox and the ox that damages in the Rishus of the Nizak of the of the Vikam, Viha Adam and the person. So that's what the Mishnah says later on. So it's mentioned in the later Mishnah, so it seems to be superfluous to mention it here in our Mishnah as well. So Mavish cannot mean Adam. Says the Gemara. According to Shmuel, Adam Amazik is mentioned, but only in the later Mishnah. So according to Shmuel, that's why, and that's why he rejects Rav, but there's an interesting question that comes out, that the listening of Eurasia, why did the Tana only say Adam Amazik in the Mishnah on Daftas Vav and omit it from the Mishnah on Daftas? Says the Gemara, our Mishnah wanted to discuss property that's a property sort of damages. In other words, things that happen, damage that occurs through somebody's property. He's not speaking about damage that came from one's own body. So therefore, it just... It, 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 it would have been out of place for Adam Hamazik to be in our Mishnah. So now we flip around back to Rav's perspective. According to Rav, Rav said Adam Hamazik. How could he say how could he say Mav is Adam Hamazik? Isn't it in the Mishnah on Daftas Vav? Rav would say, really, Ma Adam is here in our Mishnah. I, why is it in the later Mishnah as well? It's only come to tell you that it's a it's listed among all the Mu'ad damagers, meaning the Mishnah is telling you the five time and five Mu'adim. So it's repeating Adam only to tell you that it's part of the Mu'adim, that it doesn't need to be warned. It's automatically warned from the outset. But when our Mishnah is just telling us the basic concept that Adam Hamazik is Chayv. So now, according to Rahab, that, that Mav is Adam Hamazik, then it means the Mishnah was saying that the Torah had to say Adam Hamazik separate from Shor, from when your ox does damage. I wouldn't have been able to learn that I'm liable from the fact that my ox is liable or vice versa. So what is the Svaras in that? An ox is in a ways more Chamer. You see it pays Kofar. What is Kofar? Kofar is that when an ox kills a person, so there's a special penalty that you have to pay for the value of the loss of life. So Shor pays Kofar. So it's more chamer, and you see Kare Adam Shemesh Amos Kofar. Adam doesn't pay a kofar. If Adam kills a person, if, if one person kills another person, there's no special kofar payment. So therefore, I, if the Torah would have only said liability for damage done by an axe, I wouldn't have derived that there's liability for a person who damages. And others, I see the Adam Amazik is less chamer. Now, obviously, this is a pelodical line because Taisus asked the obvious question: What happens when a person kills another person? It's a death sentence. And when you use the death sentence, then there's Kim Levi the Rabbi Mine. But you only pay the more chamer thing. You're not paying kofar. Pashas Ox Kim Levi the Rabbi Mine. So Taisus goes all off on this. Is it true? Is it right? Is it wrong? Is it true that the reason a person doesn't pay kofar is only because of Kimle Dramine or not? But one approach from Taisus, Taisus says, I know even when he kills Bishogeg, so he's not actually getting the death sentence, still the halacha is that he doesn't pay. And uh, in that case, it ends up as a kula. He, can't, he walks away, he's got free. Whereas when an, Adam, <coughs> when, when, when an ox does something and kills a person, then there would be a kofar payment. Maybe that's what the Gemara is focused on. All right. If the Torah would only say when a person 
is damages. A person who damages much more chamer, that you have to pay additional payments. You have to pay nezek, tzar, ripoy, sheves, and boshes, all the different supplementary payments. That's different than the ox, which you only pay for nezek. So therefore, that's why it's, the Torah had to speak out shar because it's an added chiddush more so than other more so than other mamazik. Other mamazik is more severe. It pays arvat devar. Shar does not. So it's an added chiddush that shar is still chayv in nezek. So then, what did the Mishnah finish off? The common characteristic of all the damagers is that it's their way of them to do damage. So it happens to be interesting that the Gemara is going to ask a question now only according to Rav. According to Shmuel, the Mishnah didn't speak about Karen, right? So very good. All the things listed are their way to do damage. But according to Rav, we're including in Shar all the different things that a Shar might do, even Karen. So the Shar, Dark Hazik, it's not an innate thing that a Ga'at will have a tendency to gore. So again, it's only a Kashan Rav. Because according to Rav, Shar is encompassing Karen as well. So Mar says Mamud, even according to Rav, the Mishnah is speaking about a mood, meaning a, a, an ox that gored three times and became his tendency. Says the Gemara, Mu'ad Dark Al-Hazik, interesting question. Is it even true that a mood becomes its way to damage? Meaning it's true that it's considered that, that it's more prone to it and you have to watch it from it. But is it, the, in, it did the nature change? That's the Shaila Pashas of the Gemara. Or is it a very heavy lumbus we're getting thrown at Mu'ad? Mu'ad, certainly it's more, it's, it's proved that it does this behavior and you have to guard it. It's not safe from it. But that doesn't prove it's derech to do it. It's not in nature. Says the Gemara, yeah, we assume that it becomes its normal activity. Says the Gemara, Adam Darkalazik, according to Rav, the Mishnah spoke about Adam Amazik. Adam Amazik is the normal, that's an innate tendency for a person to damage. Says the Gemara, yeah, the Yashan, a Yashan person. So a person sleeping, says the Gemara, then what? When you're sleeping, it's your way to damage. Yashan Darkalazik, says the Gemara, yeah, keeping the Kaif, who push it. Since a person bends and stretches out in his sleep, or who it's normal behavior to cause uh, damage. And again, as we quoted from Tesis yesterday, you're only chayev if you go to sleep next to the caleb. It's not like, you know, a person just starts sleepwalking and, 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 and hurts things. That's not what the Mar means. All right. And then it said, the shmira of these things is upon you. So according to Shmuel, it's very good because the Mishnah is not speaking of Adam Amazik, but according to Rav, it's speaking of Adam Amazik, so the language is off. The shmira of yourself is on you. Adam Shmira is gufa alafu, it's on yourself. So it, it doesn't mean alecha, it's the wrong word. It should be on yourself, on, on himself, not on you. Says the Gemara, what according to Shmuel, it's good. There's a, a brisa that was taught by someone named Karna, which has four primary categories of damagers, and explicitly said that Adam Amazik is one of them. And it says, Ushmi Rasan Alecha in that brisa. So even according to Shmuel, them in our Mishnah, you might not have that problem. Certainly, you're going to have that problem in the gears of the Mishnah, of the brisa. So, Ella, what are you going to have to say? It's like Rabbi Vo told the Tana. Who taught that price of Karna? Tani Adam Shmeres Gufa Love. You have to change it that when it says Yishmael Sun Olacha, it's only talking about the three other damagers. And by Adam Mazik, it's Yishmael Sun Olacha. So the same way we did that for the price, it's top of the base Achanami. For our Mishnah, we'll get the same solution. Tani Adam Shemiras Gufo Love. That for Adam, the watching of his body is himself. And this, that the Mishnah says Yishmael Sun Olacha, is talking about the three other damagers. Okay. So now we're concluded. Rav's perspective, Shmuel's perspective. But either way, Ma'ave, according to Rav, is Ma'ave, according to Shmuel, it is shame. So now the Gemara says, how come we didn't offer other possibilities to what Ma'ave maybe means water. Where do we see Ma'ave can be used for water? Because water bubbles for fire here. So anyways, so what, what, what's not so clear about what the Gemara was saying, we have it from the Pasuk, but what would the Mazik be? Tyson struggles, you know, what do you do? You spill some water, so... Because if I pour water on something, that's Adam Amazik. And if I pour it and I leave it, that's Bar. So what would Mava be? What kind of category would it be? So Tosis entertains a possibility that it would become with Koach Sheni. Koach Sheni means that I spill it 
and then it, it, it's not a direct force that goes and ruins something, but it's slowly something uh, like a derivative of my force may damage. So it wouldn't quite be other mazik and it wouldn't be barred because it wasn't just, you know, like an oldest thing that's just there. Like I, it, it is from me, but it was less direct and would be a new category of uh, inflicting damage through water. Says the Mar my nibu, is it saying the Pasik that 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 the lushan of nibu that the water is bubbling fire, tiva age, fire bubbles the water. So meaning actually over there you you, you understood it wrong. You thought Mava's going on the water, it's actually going on the fire. And that Pasik you see Mava is referring to age and is bubbling the water. Says the Gemara, okay, so then good question. But, but now, so maybe Amava should be translated as H. So the Gemara says, well, that would be a problem because if Mava would mean H, so then what would the next one be? What would be Heather? Why are we saying twice? Why are we saying fire twice? Maybe you'll tell me the Tan is just explaining itself. The Mava, which is Heather, but that's a problem. There's not four, four damagers anymore. Then there would only be three damagers. Maybe it's four because ox includes two. It includes Shane and Rego. We're going to assume not uh, Karen because it's not moved from the outset. Um, so maybe you'll say it's two, Shar is two, then Bar is three, and then Mava Hever is really one. But but it's going to be off in the continuation of the Mishnah. The Mishnah said why it had to say all four. And what did it say? Um, it went on to say that this one and that one, the ox and the mava, which which have life, mashiach and the hever, which doesn't have life. But if mava means fire, it's not alive. And but two, my what does it mean like the fire? Right. So what's going on? If if, if we're contrasting mava to the fire, clearly mava is not the fire. So obviously mava is not fire. Just look at the mission; it's clear. So that's what we knew it wasn't fire, and that's what we came out. It was not mayim because mava is never referred to as mayim. So according to Rab, as we saw yesterday, mava is a lashon of a person davening. It's a lashon to adam amazik. Shmuel, Mav is a lotion of something becoming exposed, like a tooth, like eating, like shit. All right, so now we have a Brysa that's going to expound on the amount of damagers that we have. Our mission just said four primary damagers, but the Brysa, not so much that it's a dispute. It's a dispute how to list and group things, but um, it's not a dispute in the laws. We'll see. There's actually 13 categories. Why? Because he has a bunch of things here. Shomar Hina. Someone is, is given something to watch. So he is liable if uh, he's poshev, if he's negligent and something happens to it, then he's, then he's liable. So that, that's a sense of being chayev um, as, as, a, uh, as, as a category of damage. If you borrow something, there you're chayev, even if an onus occurs. No, say sachar. Someone who's paid to watch something here is Veda or a socher or a renter. A renter is a dispute if he has the liability of a shomer chinam or liability of a shomer sachar. But those are extra ones. Then we have nezek, the regular payment uh, of Nezek that you pay when you damage someone. Tsar, the, the payment you make for pain, repoy, the doctor bills, Shevis, the unemployment wages, Boshev, paying for humiliation. So by Arba, the Masnison, then they have the four other primary damages of our Mishnah Hot Slate. So if you add it all together, that is 13. So the Gemara says, how come like he listed 13? How come the town of our Mishnah didn't list 13? Why did the town of our Mishnah not list these extra ones that Raboshia did? So the Gemara says, Remember, Shmuel held the Adam Amazik, which is completely left out of the Mishnah. We left it for that as well. So then we can simply answer, We're not only talking about that, that when one's property inflicts damage, not when, when yourself listed damage. So all the things that are in Raboshia's Brisa are th- the extra ones are through a person. The Shomarkinim, Shonosisachar, Sochar, Nezitz, it's a it's all a person. So we could explain that our Mishnah is not speaking about Adam Amazik. That Mava means Adam Amazik. So in listening, it should have included all these other damages that happened by a person's self. Like, why are you only saying Mava as one? You have all these other ways of categorizing it. Says the Gemara, Tani Adam, Adam. That's exactly the point. Our Mishnah said Mava. Mava is Adam. 
Adam includes anything that a person can do. So therefore, why, why should I get more specific with all these extra categories? Says the Gemara, Rabbi Adam. It said Adam. Says the Gemara, No, there are different types of Adam. Tarek Avni Adam. Tani Adam to Azik Adam. It speaks about a case of a person that damages a person. Tani Adam to Azik Shar, a person that damages um, an ox, that damages someone else's property. And the reason why this is so important to categorize them separately is because the Torah categorizes them separately. You have a Pasuk in the Parsha Semar, Maki, Nefesh, Behema, Yeshalmena. That a person strikes the animal of his friend, he has to pay. And there, you know, it's just a straight up Hilchos. And then there's a different thing when you hit a person where the Pasuk says, I'm buying shame, shin, regular, regal. And that's a whole, whole, whole different category. You're paying the five things, so on and so forth. So Rabosh, you're divided in two. Mave is only including damage done to property. Masha Enkain, Masha Enkain, the, uh, the other ones, not going to have a shame, shalmena. The, 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 that's, that, that's Mava, and then the Ayn Ba'ayin was listed separately as all the extra payments that you might pay, and that's Xavier by Shavis and Boshes. Says the Gemara, well, if you're listing separately a person who strikes a person from a person who strikes an animal, so why don't we say that there should be more than 13 because you can categorize an ox with more. Listening Shar the Azak Shar, listening Shar the Azak Adam, because there as well, shouldn't that be different? When by Karen, the Torah, the Torah speaks about separately, there's damage when an ox gores a person and damage when an ox gores an animal. And in both cases, the, 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 the owner is paying. So why not list them separately? So the Gemara says, hi, my, that's not a good comparison. The reason why we list Adam separately is because there's a huge difference. When an Adam strikes an animal, you only pay Nezek. You don't pay anything else. But when an Adam strikes a person, then you pay all the extra categories. Nezek, Sarri, Boshevis, and Boshes. So that's the reason to list it separately because it's a separate category of Nezek. Not just the Pasuk speaks about it separately, but because the laws are different. However, El Ashar, yes, it's true, the Torah speaks about both scenarios of a shark goring a person and a shark goring an ox. But the law, the outcome is the same. In both cases, the Torah says it's the same thing. The owner just pays for the actual damage. So therefore, there's no reason to list different types of shark, but there is reason to list different types of Adam Hamazik. All right, so very good. So, so what do we come out? We have Adam Hamazik, and, that, and, and Rabbi Oshi was adding all the others, but the Gemara notes that still, that doesn't explain why he had to say, There it's a case of a person damaging uh, property, like the Gemara says it's an ox, it doesn't have to be an ox. The point is that it's a, it's, it's a, a person who's damaging property, and we still said them. So meaning, what are we asking? We, we had a question. Our Mishnah, we got very well. We just said, Adam Amazik, all types of things that an Adam did. Then we turned to Rav Oshir, we're like, how come you didn't do that? So he said, no, 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 I have to live separately. Adam who inflicts damage on a person, and Adam who lives damage, inflicts damage on property. Great. But you don't have to list all the types of things that he does on a property. So why not just say, Adam who damages property? Why are you warranted in saying all the different types of things? So the Gemara says, a big There's two types of ways that Adam does Mazik. By doing it, proactively and, and, and passively. A Shomer, all these people, he's not proactively damaged the thing. It's not a direct damage that he's doing to it. It's that he's not being, he's negligent in his, in his uh, obligation to watch the thing and being Shomer properly. It's just what causes the, de- the damage to happen. So that's just separate categories because that's very different than when you know you take out your, your fist and you punch an ox. That's a separate heel. To understand a little bit better, I think you see over here, it's always like, you know, a, a very big question you spoke about. <clears throat> the Machayev and Baba Kama, it seems like there are many compelling proofs that it's the lack of Shumira. So it's not guarding. So just to understand the Gemara a little bit better, the, it, it is a comparison. It's not like you don't have a comparison to make. It's always that you didn't guard properly and that's the liability. But the Gemara is explaining that there's still a subtle difference from not guarding from passive 
passive sort of thing where I'm not guarding, therefore something else that does the damage, or not guarding myself from doing the damage. Okay, now we get another right. So, so and I just didn't conclude. We don't really have a dispute between our Boshia and our mission, right? There's no, there's no, there's no facts that they're arguing about. It's just a factual. It's just a dispute in style how we should present the damages. So now we get even a longer list. Tani Rebchi, Rebchi has a raisa. Our boss Rebbe is one of those. They're twenty-four. You have the thing when a person steals, he has to pay back and a double. When a person steals a live animal, and then he slaughters it or, 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 or sells it, so he's have to pay four or five times that amount, depending on what type of animal. The ganav, the basic theme of a uh, of a thief. So we're referring to is when he admitted to the crime. So if you admit to the crime, so then you don't pay double. But you're still going to pay. Uh, the principal, so that's the, the, the payments of Ghana, the Hagazlan, a robber. A robber is not like a thief, right? He's, he's doing it um, like, you know, like I'm in front of his face, he comes in and take it away, so he pays the principal. You come to court, and you try to hurt someone with your words, you lie, and then you're caught in your lies, so you have to get the, you're, the, 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 you're a damager, you get paid back with whatever you tried to do to the victim. Bonus, a rapist. Of Amafata, seducer of Anara, the Torah says there that they have to pay 50 silver coins to the father. Motsi Shemra, someone who defames a girl, he claims that she wasn't Deneb Basulim, he claims that she was Mazana when she was in Arusa and she really didn't, so he pays 100 coins to the father. Amatame, someone who, who goes to his friend's produce and he, and he, and he makes it Tame. So that's, that's a different type of damage, right? Because you can't see it, but he still has to pay. Amatame, someone who makes a Truma into someone's regular produce as well. He ruins the value. Uh, by doing that, I'm say someone who pours someone else's wine for Avodazara. So again, you're ruining it um, because you're making it forbidden. Then, Bani are all the 13 that Raboshia said. So that 13 plus all this, I asked boss, 24. So the Gemara says, Raboshia had a list of 13. How come he didn't get these extra 11 ones? So the Gemara says, But Mamon Kamari was only talking about Mamon Viknazal Kamari, not penalties. There's two types of things. There's paying commensurate for the damage you've done. And then there are penalties that are just different from the actual damage, which just is a penalty to make sure it doesn't happen. So um, so he didn't want to say all the knossos. So, But however, if you take a look at the list of Rabkhia, they weren't all knossos. A lot of them were, like Kefel. Right? Whenever you're paying extra, that's always a sign that that's, that, that, that is a... a um, that that is a knas, but not all of them are like that, right? What were they? We have Kefal, that makes sense. Abraham Hamisha is. Uh, Goslin is. Edom Zomin, we'll see. Onus of Fatah, Moshe Shemra, maybe yes, but some of them, some of them weren't. Kind of a Goslin, right? When a Ghanav admits to paying or a Goslin, so that's just paying the principal. So those you should have said. So the Gemara says, Haktanin li Shomachin of HaShoah. But Boshia felt that he already spoke about it. Why? Because he spoke about the Shomachin and the Bauer. Why? So what, what, where do you get from over there anything about stealing? The answer is because you could have a, a Shomachin of HaShoah who attempts to, to, to steal it for himself. In other words, if he says it was stolen from him, you know, somebody comes over to Shomachin and he says, where's the thing? He says, I wasn't negligent. It was stolen from me. It's not my fault. But then the reality is that he actually just took it for himself. So the halacha is he's treated like a thief. In other words, when you're towing taina of a, of, of a ganav, you have a din of a ganav. If you're towing the, the taina of a gazan, you're like a gazan, a famous halacha. We'll see this later on in the Masefta. But a shomer who claims things were stolen from him and you know, as a lie, so he's treated as a ganav or gazan. So he feels, Rabbosia, hey, I spoke about the liabilities of, 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 of shomerim. So in there, I included um, ganav a gazan. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Nami, I totally shamrachin vashol. Why didn't Rabbi see it that way, right? Why did he have to list down of Gazlan separately? So he says, the biggest say, Tanya Mamona Dasi, Tanya Mamona Dasi, Yadavi Yeshua. There are separate categories because one time it comes to your hands permissibly, and one time it comes to your hands in Isra. 
Like the classic kind of a goslin who steals. The point is the way it came to his hand. He took it away from the victim against his will. He steals it from him. So that's one category of stealing. Then there's another category of stealing. Even when it comes to your hands permissibly, it was given to you to watch. But then when you come with your taino of the god of a goslin and you claim it was stolen when really you took it for yourself. So that's a stealing that's happening, but a very different type of stealing. Of stealing. So therefore, therefore it was, um, therefore it was listed, listed separately. Okay, so we'll stop here for today. We still have more to examine because not every single thing in the list, again, we're trying to explain why Boshia didn't have everything in Rabbi's list. We said he didn't say Knossos, but it doesn't seem to be that everything in the list is actually Knossos. We'll come back more for that tomorrow.